Hello, everybody. How did you enjoy the last podcast? <laughs> I thought it was really good. Had some, uh, I've had some excellent feedback. So uh, thank you for everybody who's taken the time to listen to it. Um, it genuinely means that people are quite happy to listen to my dulcet tones. So that that's, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank, thanks very much. Um, so this one, episode two, um, this is a subject I think that gets uh, quite easily pushed back to the queue when, you, when it comes to moving home. Um, and the reason why I thought this would be useful to everybody because I'm going to go through a checklist of the things that you need to remember when you're moving house. Now, um, a lot of this might be things that perhaps that you remember, um, but I bet you there's uh, two or three on this list that you you don't remember when you move home, and it can be easily missed. And, and actually, um, I've become a victim of this myself. I'll explain as, uh, as as we progress through the the, the cast today. So um, basically, moving home in moving home, whether you're in Market Harbour, Rutland, Oakham, doesn't really matter. Um, the subject matter that we need to cover is who should I notify, and um, I guess most importantly, why should you notify the, these these people? Well, let's face it, moving home can be can be a, can be a stressful experience. Uh, can give you a fresh start, I guess. Um, new place, new location, new neighbours, um, potential new friends that you haven't met yet. Uh, it's all it's all exciting stuff. Um, you may have got all your financials in place, instructed your lawyers, got your removal sorted. Um, but, and I mean, and I mean this, this is a big but. Um, who needs to know that you're moving and why? Um, so, firstly, uh, at, at um, what we do at, at here at uh, You Move basically is identify some of the people and organizations that you should be notifying about your move and don't forget um, we are here to help um, so if you want us to provide you with a uh, template um, we can do that get in touch and it's basically a template um, which is a list of people that you need to contact and it's a bit of a checklist so once you've done it you can check it off um, so do, yeah if you want to copy that get in touch you know we're here to help so firstly, and I guess probably the most important one of all, is your bank. Um, and not just your bank, Building Society, of course, if you bank with the Building Society, they should be informed about your move as soon as possible. Um, so as soon as you're, you're close to exchange, or ideally once you have exchange contracts, normally the best time to, to, to consult your bank is then. Tell them you're moving, give them your new address. Same goes for your pension companies or, or credit card providers, loan providers, if you have them. Um, their paperwork has to be correct and uh, very often it's used as a security check as well remember so it's not just about having the correct contact information on file it's, it's actually a bit more important than that for, from a um, from a financial financial institution perspective so just just think about how you're going to get your new bank card or your new pin number um, secondly I, 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 this is <laughs> imagine if your bank details uh, or personal finance arrangements are sent to the wrong address and end up in the wrong hands. So do, do get that right. Um, personally, I have actually been a victim of this. And what happened, um, I had my new bank card sent to me just before Christmas. Um, I've got a few banks, so um, I thought I thought I changed my address on all of them. Been in this new property now for nearly two years, but evidently I did forget to contact NatWest. And my uh, purchaser of, of my old address very kindly uh, forwarded the letter on to me 
Uh, and I didn't even know about it until I opened the letter. I thought, oh, what's this? Um, bank card. What? It's got my old address on it. And then I realized that actually I did miss off one account when I changed my address. Um, luckily, we had a fantastic purchaser, a very convoluted transaction. It took eight months to go through. Uh, so he's definitely the right buyer for our house. Genuine, lo lo lovely guy as well. So, but, you know, if, if you, if he hadn't have been or there would have been implications or, or complications perhaps along the way with that sale, he might not have sent that bank card to me. So it's really, really important. Do contact your bank, your building societies, uh, pension and credit card providers. Super, super important that. Take time to write a list of organisations that you do bank with uh, or have some sort of financial agreement with. Um, do this when you're moving home and try and keep it updated. It'll save you a lot of time in the future, guys. Um, so that that perhaps is high up on the list. I'd say that's the number one thing to remember. Number two, um, motoring. So now, where do we go with this? It doesn't matter whether you've got cars, vans, motorcycles, caravans, mobile homes. Um, make sure the driver and vehicle licensing agency are kept informed once you move. They need to have your correct address um, for your license. Now, again, on that matter, your driving license is used as a form of ID. So your new address um, is, is really important to have that done as soon as possible because actually it can take them three to four weeks to get that sorted. Um, and really, you want that, that new address Ideally, on your on your photo, on your uh, driving license, by the time you've moved home, so do think about that in advance. Um, they normally set. Do they? I think they send your old one back as well. So you've got your, your the one with your current address and one with the one you're moving to. So you've got your two forms of ID if you need it. Um, and that goes with the insurance company. Do remember that actually, if you're moving postal code areas, that your insurance premium can fluctuate depending on which. Uh, postcode you're living in and where you're moving to um so again your insurance company provider uh, is super important to notify them um i would i would sort of say that's better to do uh, better to do after you've exchanged contracts you don't want to be doing that before um and given a date and when you're moving in uh, and therefore that's one challenge out of the way because let's face it when you've moved house you just want to unpack boxes and, and settle in do you? you don't want to be faffing about with addresses um, but the DVLA is one, one of many government organisations, uh, such as HMRC as well, um, who will need to know about your new address. Think about the government um, or the government uh, organisations who have info about you uh, and make sure they know all about your changes. So that's top tip number two. Uh, so number one, banking. Number two, motoring. Now we're getting down to um, number three. I think most 99% of people actually do this anyway, but I'm going to I'm going to remind you, utility providers. Um, you would have been paying your gas, water, electricity, um, for uh, through one supplier. But do remember, if you're moving, you're likely to have changed suppliers. So make sure your old supplier uh, have been updated. Um, well, basically, they have updated details of the property you're moving out of. And if you're still using that provider, provide them, obviously, your new address. After all, you don't want to be paying for someone else's bill when you move, do you? Um, and it's 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 something, again, that can be missed off. But do take meter readings when you're moving out on completion day. Uh, and do remember to take meter readings of your new property when you move in. 
Um, so I've known clients to take 30, sometimes 30 days to move into a property even after they've completed um, and they haven't actually provided the utility meter readings until they've physically moved in. Um, and as you can imagine, it's created a big bill and um, a, a conflict of who needs to pay it. So do remember, um, utility providers are important. Um, but tagging on to that, don't forget to update your TV license company as well. Um, that can be easily missed. And also, if you're a Sky subscriber or you're looking to have broadband installed on your new property, uh, then get that sorted uh, quite a way in advance of actually the move broadband in particular because it can take many weeks um, for the broadband supplier to switch you on and provide provide your hub boxes so oh and at, tagging on to that a really good tip is if you are buying a brand new property um, check with the builder that actually there is a broadband connection already there because nine times out of ten you'll move in you order your broadband and they say there isn't a connection we need to wait um, for BT or open reach to provide the, the network and sometimes that can take months broadband as certainly if you've got kids and you, you watch or, or they watch Netflix or Amazon Prime whatever it may be imagine moving into a property and not being able to log into YouTube or Netflix so the kids can't watch TV because most new build properties, they won't have an aerial, um, an internal TV aerial as well. So that's a real, real top tip for you to tag on to the TV licensing side of things. Um, number four, now this one I think does get uh, does get missed off a lot of people's checklists, and it's um, healthcare, private healthcare. Um, whether you're changing your doctor's surgery or your dentist, perhaps, or whether you use a, um, a specific optician, um, medical or health checklist, I think, uh, is one that's easily put back until you realise that you need um, you need dental care or you need uh, an eye test. Uh, GP surgeries are um, certainly one element of the move that does. Uh, does, does get notified quite quickly uh, but private healthcare is another one you want to make sure that when you're moving um, on your checklist have a healthcare checklist and within that on the subcategory perhaps put GP dentist optician uh, other medical service providers um, private healthcare etc etc GPs often use addresses for identification purposes too so do remember super important it is absolutely um, used for identification. So, again, highlighted. If if you could see me, I, I'm I'm highlighting this in midair right now. Uh, so do do communicate with the medical providers as soon as you can. Um, you don't want letters going. Certainly important letters if you you have um, poor healthcare at the moment, um, or you poor, poor poor health yourself. Sorry, at the moment, and you're waiting for. Uh, appointments that you don't want those letters going to the wrong address and missing your appointments so super important um, number five on my list here is education and employment I'm going to tag them in together because I think they they go hand in hand in some ways so two areas are aligned really education employment uh, they're often linked I think as well uh, it's a good idea to deal with them both together so you don't forget schools nurseries training providers and employers all need up-to-date information they all, will all need a record um, of your new address and 
basically would be the need to communicate with you. Um, certainly if they're sending out letters, if you get uh, communication via letter form, then employment education. Uh, again, it's a bit further down my list. I think a lot of people do notify um, the relevant bodies involved there sooner rather than later. But if you're moving areas for, for different school catchments, um, then it's it's good practice to get 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 your house, pardon the pun, in order as soon as, soon as you can. Um, so group your thinking together there. I think that's a real good tip. Uh, education, employment, EE, education, employment. Group group your thinking together, and you won't miss you won't miss that off your list. Um, number six, and I think probably finally, um, love it, hate it, feeling different about it, whatever it may be. Council tax. Um, we all have to pay it, unfortunately, on uh, on property in in which we live, sadly, and um, even on empty homes now needs to be paid. So worked out by several factors set out by the local council. It is vital that you pay what you need to pay. If you don't let the council know that you've moved, uh, you might get a notice to pay for a property that no longer is yours, um, which happens more often than not. So this doesn't this uh, podcast isn't just aimed at um, uh, people who are buying and selling property. It's aimed at people who are just moving home in general. Um, so whether you're moving out of a family home um, and setting up, I don't know, renting a property, moving in with a partner for the first time or separating and downsizing, whatever it may be, um, council tax is, they will find you. <laughs> you need to have your details updated. There are various ways to contact your local council with your new details. Uh, from phone to live chat to email, uh, whichever method you choose, make it a priority to let them know. Um, you might also want to let family and friends know that you're moving as well. Um, or you might not, perhaps, I don't know. Some people like to move and not tell their family that they've moved. Um, but I think there are six, uh, we've identified anyway, six uh, areas on which I think can, can easily get mi mi missed off. Um, uh, one Final top tip um, is if you're moving from a property that has a gas supply um, and you're moving into an area or into a property that um, runs off oil, check the content of the oil in the tank way before you move, especially if you're moving in the winter. You don't want to move into a, a property and the previous occupier has um, had the oil removed from the tank um, or is running particularly low and not told you you've moved in your heating's gone on and bang your boiler's blown um real real really important that it, I, i've i can't countless times that's happened to me in 15 years of agency uh, people have moved in or fallen out over contents within an oil tank so one last huge top tip um do check the oil contents um, and do make sure that you have some kind of fuel there to be able to use if you are moving, certainly in wintertime. I think that's that's massive as well. Um, and I think ultimately that, that's it really. I think it, hopefully that's been particularly helpful for you all. Um, now, I think, no, I don't think at all. I, I know um, that the, a couple of those areas that I've highlighted there today it does get mixed, missed off. Uh, I've seen it many times myself. Um, so just be super careful. If you know anybody that's moving home, whether they're buying, selling, renting, moving out, setting up, new camp somewhere else, moving out the area, leaving the country, whatever it may be, um, get them to listen to this podcast. I think it's, it's really important that they actually um, write the checklist down themselves and they can use it. Equally, you know, and perhaps lastly, do remember 
we do have a facility here, uh, a template facility, which we can send you all. So if you want one, let me know. I'll send one over to you. Um, hope that gives you a clearer, clearer idea of who you need to uh, notify. And we do remember, if you're still looking for the perfect property in, in Oakham, Rutland, Market Harbour, give me a call. Uh, 07846 603023. Uh, email, as always, ad.mccarthy. That's McCarthy with two Cs at umove.com, E-W-E-M-O-V-E.com. Um, we're available on uh, Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, Instagram, and various ways of you to contact me. So, um, yeah, and equally, if you know somebody's looking to sell a property, we're here to help. Uh, and we've got a few listings going live ourselves today, tomorrow, and Saturday. So um, nice to start the, the new year off with a few listings. And hopefully, um, we're all safe and well. Okay. Thanks all. See you soon.